So this week, we're going to be considering the question from many different angles of who is Jesus to you? And we're going to have some special guests to help answer that question, Tabby. Well, today we'll be speaking with Becky Harling. Becky lay on the floor of her family room, devastated, confused, and feeling overwhelmed. And after a series of traumatic events, her faith had been deeply shaken. She cried out, Lord Jesus, show me who you really are. I feel like I don't know you anymore. And my life feels like it's falling apart. And that began a quest for her that led to the writing of a devotional. And uh, so I'm so excited to welcome you this morning to Mornings with Jason and Tabby Becky. Good morning. Good morning, Tabby. I'm excited to be here. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Becky. Thank you so much for uh, taking a couple of minutes for us this morning as we considered that question all week, Tabby. Who is Jesus to you? So Becky, your uh, your your devotional, you know, just reading parts of it, it just starts with that dramatic story that you can read in the back and, and explains what happened that led you to write this, to really bring freedom and hope to other people who were struggling. Tell us a little bit more about what led up to, what, what the events were that led up to the writing of this. Yeah, for sure. So I had been walking with Jesus for quite a while. In fact, I was in ministry. My husband was a pastor, but then it was like the perfect storm hit my faith. Uh, I was diagnosed with cancer. We were walking through some battles with one of our daughters as far as an eating disorder. Um, her counselor looked at me and said, you're not dealing with your issues. And so I had to take a walk back into my past and deal with the sexual abuse that I had never dealt with, that I had just kind of shoved under the surface. In the meantime, my husband was called to a new and much larger ministry across the United States. And then, you know, the criticism started coming and the the hate mail would come to the house and Mm. uh, just a lot of horrific uh, threats against our family. And I just remember thinking, Jesus, I don't know who you are anymore. I don't feel like you're behaving like the God I used to serve. And, you know, we all think that when we sign up to follow Jesus, you know, we're promised that we're going to have this abundant life. And I still believe that with all my heart. It's just that it doesn't always look quite like what we think it's going to look like. And so I, I did have this crisis of faith and I began, I made a pivotal choice I said, Lord, I am going to open my Bible and I'm going to read through the Gospels for four years straight. That's all I'm going to do. And in those moments, the I am statements and the questions Jesus asked people just jumped off the page at me. And I re-fell in love with Jesus. And let's talk about some of those statements that really became profound to you, those that we know, but how they really became alive as you read and was able to kind of apply those I am statements. Yeah, so one of them, one of the statements that I've that I've always loved about Jesus, and one of my favorite stories um, is where Jesus says, "I am the bread of life," and you know, it he says that after he has broken the bread and given two small fishes and five loaves of bread, and he's made it go out to five thousand people. And I always thought that was a really cool story from the time I was a little kid. But as I really began to dig into what Jesus 
Jesus meant by I am the bread of life, it profoundly impacted me. It, it, it impacted my marriage even because I realized that for many years I was looking to my husband to fill my cup, to fill my emotional needs. Well, while he was going through his crisis, he wasn't able to do that. And I had to know Jesus in such a deep way that as the bread of life, he could satisfy all my love needs. And then out of the overflow of a full heart, I was able to begin loving Steve in a new way. And so that that had a profound effect on me. I am the light of the world where Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. I felt like I was walking through darkness. I was completely confused walking through darkness. Like, I don't know what we're going to do next. And Jesus's statement, hey, you know, I am the light of the world. I will light up the path before you and I will show you which way to go. I am the good shepherd. I am the vine. All that I call you to do, I equip you to do. Some of these statements just, prof- what well, they all did, they profoundly impacted my life. Becky Harling with us this morning as we consider the question, who is Jesus to you? We see that God is faithful. Becky, you are such a gifted communicator, and um, you're also you're a speaker. You're an author. Uh, you have you. a degree in biblical literature, and yet, uh, just listening to your story, I was like, "Wow, that's a lot of trauma." And uh, you know, God has a way of using some of the lowest times in our lives to really reveal afresh who He is. So, uh, for those who are listening, who are going through. Uh, times where you think maybe you're the only one. You're not. You're not alone. You know, anyone can go through uh, these types of difficulties, even when they seem to be the people who who have it all together and who are who are the teachers and the leaders. And we all need that fresh awakening of Lord reveal Mm -hmm. to us Mm -hmm. again who you are. And so studying those gospels and saying those I am statements and learning about those Uh, Tell us how that's transformed your life. It has completely changed me, Tommy. You know, you are absolutely right. And I want to speak directly to your listeners because whatever you're going through, you really are not alone. And those of us that perhaps get up on stage and open the word of God and teach the word of God, and it may look like, oh, wow, she is the perfect life. That is not true. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think Satan likes to tempt us like that to make us feel like we're the only one who's going through whatever. But you are, you are absolutely not alone. And as I really just kind of headfirst dove into Jesus, Jesus became so very real to me. I re-fell in love with Jesus and my old fears were were diminished and I became so much bolder. I became much clearer about what God had called me to do. I became more filled with joy. You know, I went, I went from somebody who w- was like a positive person and would would be happy about life to a person who was filled with deep rooted joy, Hmm. knowing that Jesus was really who he said he was and in charge of my life. And, you know, a part of that journey for me, Tabi, was choosing to praise God for who he was above the chaos of my life. And that seems like kind of a wonky idea, doesn't it? It just Hmm. seems (laughs) counterintuitive. But when you dare to say, Lord Jesus, I praise you that you are sovereignly in control, even though my life feels so out 
out of control right now, then the Holy Spirit strengthens your heart to believe the very things that you are praising God for. And I would challenge your listeners to give that a try. This morning's with Jason and Tommy. We're privileged to have Becky Harling joining us this morning, Moody Publisher. Author Becky, again, thank you for being with us today. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. So in the I am statements that really became real to you, let's talk for just a couple of moments about how they really cover all of us, where we are in different places, both uh, physically this morning across the Tennessee Valley and across our spiritual journey as well. Some are on high mountaintops. Others are in very deep, dark valleys this morning. But those I am statements are resounding for each one of us as truth. Absolutely. You know, um, one of my favorite I am statements of Jesus is, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And Mm. I I love the story in the New Testament where there's this guy laying by the pool of Bethesda. And, you know, it's, it's a place where disabled people lay and there were probably hundreds of them laying there that day. And the, the thought process was if you could roll into the pool, you would be healed. And, you know, and because an angel would stir the water was the story that they always heard. And on this particular day, Jesus sees this man who's been laying there for 17 years. That's a long time to be lame. And and he says to the man, do you want to get well? And I, I love that question of Jesus <laughs> because I feel like some of us are crippled by our past. Some of us are crippled by lame thinking. And Jesus says to us, hey, do you want to be healed? Because if you don't want to be healed, you know, maybe you're not going to find healing. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be healed, then Jesus says, I am the way. You know, you're you're looking at all these other techniques, but I, Jesus Christ, the living God, I am the way, I'm the truth about your healing, and I am the life, the new life after your healing. And I, I just love that one because I feel like it summarizes my life so well. I had to cooperate with Jesus in order to find healing. I love that because sometimes we don't even realize that we're holding on to those things that are making us lame. And we have to wake up and say, hey, I don't want this anymore. Lord, come and rescue me. Give me a revelation of who you are in my life. So I love this. I'm I'm reading through your table of contents, Becky. You start with these questions. Do you still not understand? I am the bread of life. Why are you so afraid? I am the good shepherd. So I love that, that, that I, I guess is a Socratic way of learning by asking mm. those questions that Jesus was using. Using. And it just, it, it, it brings us, it makes us pay attention, you know, when somebody asks you a question and you have to answer and say, yes, yeah. I want to be healed. I want to see you anew. We're talking with Becky Harling. She wrote, Who Do You Say That I Am? This is an eight-week devotional that you can get from Moody Publishers today. And Becky, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your insights with us this morning. Absolutely. And you know, the Bible study comes with an eight-week video series that Moody has priced phenomenally well. And your listeners can also jump on over to beckyharling.com and get a free devotional. Uh, They can sign up for that on my website. So yeah, and I'd love to meet them in person. And we'll have information at our Facebook page, Moody Radio Chattanooga on Facebook, how you can link to that as well. Becky, thanks for joining us this morning. God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, you too. Enjoy Chattanooga. Chattanooga.